0: and the parents were very very against the boy saying that you know he was born to create problems for us okay how bad is that mm. yeah so then when when i saw him i could see a distressed adolescent we found that he was like wow you know his reasoning skills are great one his iq is like wow going beyond the level and the only deficit he had was social skills because he couldn't, you know, be with other kids. He also had some fine motor difficulties because that was never allowed to develop mm. for him. So he was never allowed to go out and play. He couldn't throw a ball. So when they play cricket, he was always clumsy. So what happened was, you know, the other kids would say, "Nehi no, aata Hello, namaste. I'm Kalyani. Hi, I'm Himani.
1: Welcome to India's first gifted education podcast, Being Gifted by
2: Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Centre, Pune. Being Gifted podcast aims to spread awareness about giftedness and help the parents as well as the teachers' community to support and nurture children with higher ability. This podcast connects you with the students, parents, teachers, trainers and the pioneers of gifted education in India. You can listen to us on Spotify,
1: Apple and Google Podcasts. We will be releasing a new episode on the 2nd and And the 4th Wednesday of every month. So mark your calendars.
2: And if you are gifted yourself or a parent or guardian to a gifted child, do join the Being Gifted Parents Support Group on Facebook and Instagram at Kaveri Gifted Education Centre. Before we begin, let's listen to the founding director of Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Centre, our very own Mrs. Malti Kalmadi.
3: Namaste, I am is Malti Kalmani, the Founder-Director of Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Center. We firmly believe that every gifted child has the potential and capacity to become the future leader and a change maker for India. A gifted child needs a different type of nurturing. At the Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Center, we not only identify such children, but also provide them with the necessary support through our curriculum and courses. We also invest to build an integrated system by training educators, teachers, and even the management of schools, counselors, and most importantly, parents. We aspire to address every need of a gifted child while being a part of this education system by creating the right environment that this child with high ability needs. We are today very happy that the National Education Policy 2020 is talking about how does one raise children with high ability in schools. Do visit us at www.kaveri.edu.in KGEC to know more about our work and what we do. Thank you.
1: In the last few episodes, we spoke about giftedness, how to identify giftedness. And today we are going to talk about
2: anxiety and anxiety issues in gifted young adults. Today is the fifth episode of Being Gifted. And we have with us Dr. Kirti Pai, who is a consultant clinical psychologist in Apollo Hospitals, a mental health advisor in Apollo Shine Foundation and a partner in Element H Psychological Support Services. She is a guest faculty in Institute of Mental Health, Chennai and most importantly, she also consults adolescents with giftedness where IQ, emotional and social skill assessments are done and education for parents regarding giftedness and need for psychological support is done. She is trained in psychological therapies like CBT, emotional regulation techniques, social skills trainings, etc hi dr kirti welcome to being gifted and thank you for joining us today
0: thank you kalyani and uh, himani for inviting me and it's a pleasure talking about uh, giftedness uh, to parents uh, and teachers because uh, if you ask me why giftedness uh, we do hear a lot about you know people uh, in different spectrums uh, but We don't get so much to listen about uh, people who are in the giftedness area. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, what happens is people think not just in our country, uh, everywhere around the world. And this is very well uh, research supported as well. uh, That... People think, you know, a person is with superior intelligence, he or she is gifted. What else do you need? You know, you've got everything what uh, God wants <laughs> and God has given you with so much. Uh, but unfortunately, we are not able to see also the uh, the anxieties, the anguish which these uh, young adults and adolescents go through so I work a lot with adolescents who have giftedness even younger kids but what we have seen is as they grow older uh, because as a child there is always the parent to support uh, and the parents are also equally learning and understanding about the child but many times what happens is uh, the adolescent may not have been recognized as gifted when he or she was a child So it was always considered as the uh, adolescent being a rebellious adolescent uh, and not willing to listen, not willing to sit down in class and um, do activities as required. Uh, And many times uh, both parents and teachers think that, you know, he or she is just being adamant and stubborn and not understanding that he or she may not need as much time as, you know, so-called normal child Uh, so many times we've seen is that he or she might finish off task much earlier and then you know in a normal classroom you have to sit there you can't walk around or you can't do anything else and whereas the other kids would take about 20 or more time he or she might take less time and then what what do you expect the child to do just being there because he or she would have finished what is required and the Many times it happens that the child gets restless or the child starts looking at the next uh, person's uh, notes or tries to fiddle around or stand up and which is then termed as being into ADHD. So, many times when kids Mm -hmm. are being sent from schools uh, saying please uh, check for ADHD, the first thing before we even look at ADHD, uh, we also need to uh, look at is the IQ the intellectual um, development so many times what happens is the child is on the you know um giftedness spectrum and the child is much more capable to reason out things to cognitively evaluate uh, you know the cognitive skills it is something which we need to explain to the parent and the teacher because then the tolerance level uh, of the teachers and the parents are much better because they are also able to look at the child with compassion they don't look at the child as being somebody who's just showing nakara being adamant and stubborn
1: not necessarily being over smart yes
0: absolutely (laughs) yes
1: apart from finishing their work early are there any other root causes which which leads to anxiety in gifted children children or Uh, uh, young uh, adults more
0: as you mentioned. Uh, So, what happens is that because uh, this is something which very many of them have told me uh, directly because they are sometimes or many times the teacher's pet because they are one of the you know
2: brighter ones who
0: finish off maths yeah the brighter ones finish off maths problems faster are able to quickly give answers so what happens is uh, they are called the teacher's pets and many of the other students don't like because they think that you know you Mm -hmm. do jasusi for us you go and tell whereas they don't Uh, but the other kids might perceive them as you know you Mm -hmm. are the jasus in our class and you would go tell about us to uh, the teacher and the teacher does not like us because of you so they would also want to fit in you know all kids want friends and uh, uh, all of us want friends so what happens is when they think or feel or actually perceive that their classmates are not accepting them uh, and trying to you know not involve them. Maybe a a group activity they are doing, a sport they are playing. And now with the pandemic, there are a lot of virtual um, meetings they are doing. So, when this child knows that the other students in class are having uh, virtual parties or they are going to their friends to meet up, but this particular child is not being called or invited. It hurts the child a lot when, you know, he or she wants to be part of the group. But, unfortunately the others do not understand it and there's a lot of anxiety to fit in and we i've seen kids who do not answer deliberately because they don't want to be called as you know uh, i know it so i would rather get scolding from teacher than not uh, being part of the friend group okay so there's this double edged where you know one side you want to say you know the answer you want to tell the answer but how do i tell the answer because then i will be outcast so
2: that it must be suffocating for them. Yes,
0: absolutely, because they know and they can't. So you know, it's so much of a conflict in their heads as to you know, what do I do? I need my friend.
2: Yeah, a situation where their intelligence is going, you know, against yes, themselves. Yes, yes,
0: yes, exactly. Absolutely, exactly. Were my words. Yeah, and I really feel sorry for those kids when they want to fit in, but you know, somewhere the intelligence, so called, the celebrated. A term where we all think that you know if somebody is calling me intellectual I I would not be happy about it.
1: <laughs> but do yeah. such experiences show after effects
2: in adult age as well? Especially, especially in the young adult you know in that vulnerable uh, age that kids are uh, uh, are they likely to face anxiety more than the earlier age or uh, why is it so important for this particular age group that they face anxiety and? Their behavior is like very different from what they were before. Right. So, at a younger
0: child, uh, you know, below 10. So, if you look at uh, psychologists like uh, Piaget, he talks about the cognitive skill development in different uh, age groups. So, uh, what happens in what we understand from reading uh, about uh, child development after the 10 uh, uh, year down uh, the child always has a significant either a parent or a caretaker who would mentor and guide and there's always that support system the attachment is there with you know a significant other in the family itself but beyond that the child also craves for attachment with you know the peer group mm-hmm. with people beyond the family So many times what happens is when that attachment doesn't happen in that particular age, the child, the adolescent can grow up into a so-called in quotes introvert or an anxious young adult who also has difficulty in social skills to talk to the same gender, talk to a different gender and that is very important because the world is becoming more smaller Mm. and smaller. Mm. So we have to interact with other people beyond our families. So, you know, you can see the anxiety is piling up because they want to fit in, but they don't have the skills required. And once the parent also understands giftedness, I also tell the parent that, okay, fine, the child is intellectually endowed. We appreciate that. But we also need to look at the social aspects of the child. That is also something. So, that's why social skills training is very important. So, you know, things, small things like you know, uh, how to, uh, what to talk after you say hello. Many of them get stuck, you know. We generally as parents, we say tell hello to auntie, tell hello to uncle and then what? Okay. And unless that person talks, what do we continue talking? Okay. Is this appropriate? Uh, Yes. Dr. Casey,
1: when it comes to expressing anxiety, is there any difference the way Ah. gifted children or gifted Young adults express their anxiety and just a normal human
0: being expresses it. So, as of now I was also trying to read up a lot on that. We have not had much research on this particular topic. I would love to hear from parents and we do run a small support group Mm -hmm. for gifted parents in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so in the the parents are also writing up about uh, different aspects of the child and what qualitatively what I understand is that uh, there is not much difference in anxieties. But the source of the anxiety is what we are looking at. So the anxiety could be the same. So, you know, uh, any child, any adolescent, any adult can feel anxious. But we are looking at the triggers and the source of the anxiety. Mm. So when we look at therapies, interventions, psychological interventions, we also need to look at not just the anxiety management. We also need to look at cognitively or behaviorally, what could be the source of it and also work on that so if it is a social skills uh, training which the child needs communication skills uh, self confidence skills or it could also be emotion regulation so if a child is anxious uh, maybe the you know culturally or uh, in the family there would be a role model who shows anxiety as anger so the child might show anxiety as anger so we can't say that the adolescent is always angry it could be underlying anxiety or guilt which is coming out as anger so that is where we need to focus on rather than just looking at uh, the adolescent or the young adult as not you know fitting in socially or you know hyperactive you know because these are very strong terms which really makes the child also or the adolescent also feel bad about himself or herself mm. that's when the self esteem aspects come yeah out.
2: they might lose confidence Yes, yes. They will question their own social standing.
0: Yes, yes, the (laughs) self-worth. So, you know, this is a question I usually ask. And I think parents can also ask uh, uh, about how much do you like yourself?
3: Hmm.
0: Yes. So, you know, they were very happy to talk about their icons and, you know, sports and movies and uh, characters on uh, anime. Yes. So when they say, uh, you know, I love this person, whoever. uh, And when when the same question we ask, so how much do you like yourself on a scale of 100? Kind of comes down. Okay, so that's where we know, you know, you are so wow endowed, But, you know, somewhere the society has not been good to you that you don't think that is a wow factor for you, which is very sad.
2: I think the vulnerable age also attacks these aspects a lot to a larger extent. Yes,
0: yes, 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 absolutely.
2: How can we avoid this? How can uh, we, you know, help parents to avoid this for their kids, gifted children? And how can the gifted children avoided themselves so we would like both uh, perspectives so, <laughs> right so
0: that's a very good question uh, because awareness is plays a key role in any any kind of beat anxiety or any kind of emotional distress uh, because when when the child understands that you know there is something which is troubling mm. me Okay, and what do I call it? So the tagline is name the emotion to tame the emotion, name it to tame it. Okay. Okay. So once the child is, uh, you know, explained about different emotions, it could be a young adolescent. So anger is the only emotion which we name. Why are you always angry? Why are you always showing tantrums? But we don't as parents, we don't use other, uh, you know, even names. So even if the child is a little bit irritated, mm-hmm. why are you angry? It is not anger; it is just irritation or discomfort. Mm-hmm. So there are levels, and you know, any language—it's not just English. Any vernacular language, we have different terminologies to use for that emotion. Right. Right. So what happens is the child also understands that anger is not the only emotion mm-hmm. which I have. I have so many other emotions. So when the child or the adolescent or the young adult is also made to understand that this is an emotion which I am going through. This is not me. I am not an angry person. I am feeling angry. I am feeling anxious instead of I am always anxious. So that's the next level. So first understand what the emotions you are going through. Help the child, adolescent or young adult to say that as a statement, not defining them. Meaning, I am not an angry person, I am feeling angry. And then we move on to other aspects of mindfulness, breathing exercises, grounding. So that they know that even if there is an emotion which comes in, I don't have to be consumed by the emotion. I can still step back and look at the emotion as an emotion. Like how we would watch waves in the beach. We don't get consumed by the ocean. We are watching it.
2: We are enjoying it. This also highlights that this is temporary and this is not a part of you as a person.
0: Absolutely. Yes. So it's not you.
2: When is it time for us to reach out to professional experts for help?
0: Right. I would definitely uh, say, especially in the Asian subcontinent, uh, any parent who comes in uh, would first talk about uh, you know the child's uh, educational Mm -hmm. aspects Mm -hmm. okay Uh, and then comes the emotional aspects so I've always wondered why are we you know as parents so hung up about education Mm -hmm. okay it's not just the IIT IIM which the child needs to look at Is the child, adolescent, young adult also looking at peer group interaction, self-confidence, psychological resilience?
2: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: So what we also need to look is as parents look beyond that, you know, how much did you get? 80%? 99%? And then what? Mm. Okay. Is that what you are worth? Is that 99 on 100? Is that what you are? You are so much more. You can draw, you can paint, you can um, bake, you can be good with animals, you know, the checklist goes on, right. So So, what as parents, I think we need to also start looking at the child adolescent later on globally and this, you don't need to wait for the child to throw a tantrum to meet a mental health professional. If you feel that the child is coming to you and telling, mama, I am not very comfortable being in class so sit down with the child talk to the child as to what exactly is worrying you what exactly is the obstacle in class or what exactly is troubling you when you play with this you know this group instead of saying no 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 you should just adjust life is all about adjustments so we're not even allowing the child to give that you know the space to express okay and many times when we when we see that the child is allowed that space to talk to the parent the child is also comfortable to come back and tell whatever it is so then if you if the if the parent feels that okay let me have a chat with the mental health professional yes of course we are all there and that's why we are here in this whole uh, uh, earth to you know help so what we are looking at is Supporting the parent to support the child, supporting the parent and the community as such to grow together uh, as a young adult or a adolescent, a teenager. That's such an
1: interesting point because every time we introduce our children, mm. even to our friends, the mm. first thing which we say is, Oh, he's in grade 5, he was in grade 6. Yes. And uh, as you mentioned, we don't say, oh, he likes aeroplanes and now yeah. he's trying to build uh, a ball run. Exactly. Or he's too much into Lego. And yes. we just missed that point. Yes. <laughs> it's so, all the societal uh, tick marks we are looking at. Correct. Is your child educated? Oh, then you're a successful parent. Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. So uh, nothing against education. We don't, we need literacy. We need education. But that's not the only cap the child has to wear.
1: But are there any red flags we need to be aware of that in spite of talking to the child about his anxieties, Mm. uh, if there are these symptoms, then we must go and Ah, look for external ah, help. ah.
0: Yes. So uh, what we usually also tell parents is that this is not only for giftedness, but for any adolescent, uh, you know, that tweens, the teenagers and the young adults. Uh, In case if uh, the child is suddenly withdrawn, adolescent is suddenly withdrawn, not interacting as much as what we would expect an adolescent or a young adult to do, uh, then as a parent you have every right to talk, as a teacher you have every right to talk to the uh, person and check if everything is fine. But for the child or the adolescent to come open up, we also should have left the door open earlier. Mm. So that's why we, you know, and if the door was not open earlier, literal sense, uh, we can always leave the door open. Uh, that it's is, never too late. You know, the communication can, yes, it's never too late. Yes. Okay. And so. I think
1: it, uh, quite uh. tough to get the consent of the child and the yes. family also to mm. go and seek therapy uh. because there is a big taboo in our society yes. to get external help especially for mental health
0: issues. yes 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 so which uh, which fortunately the stigmas are being broken Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, people are getting more and more uh, comfortable talking about mental health. So, I will just tell you about the red flag part. So, one Mm -hmm. is the sudden withdrawal. One is if they are uh, talking about uh, self-harm or they are actually hurting themselves in different ways physically uh, then definitely that's something we need to look at as a red flag and uh, you Mm -hmm. know try and talk to the child and take the child for mental health uh, um, guidance. Uh, So we can also talk to the child adolescent young adult that you know uh, just because we are taking you to a mental health professional does not make you uh, mad or insane or um, anything. Yeah. so what we need to exactly so what we need to understand and explain to all friends relatives neighbors is that mental health is equal to physical health mm. dr keeti
1: you've mm. been uh, interacting with Gifted adult, gifted children, and gifted individuals, and especially dealing with the anxiety as well. Yeah. Can you share with us a few examples, real uh, life examples uh, of uh, your, the cases you have? Handled? Yeah.
0: The first person who comes to my mind is this boy who's referred. Uh, he's in the tenth standard, and uh, he was referred from school saying he's very adamant and not studying, uh, and he had shifted from one city to uh, Chennai, uh, and he had. And he had shifted last year so during the pandemic the, you know because the father had to shift jobs during the pandemic he had to shift and there was a lot of difficulty adjusting he is gifted but it was not found so mm-hmm. far so he could always complete his maths much ahead and you know the, the school the previous school called him a hyperactive ADHD and there was a lot of stigma saying that you know this boy is troublemaker and many of the schools didn't even allow him giving give him admissions because they already had that tag mm-hmm. along and the parents were very very against the boy saying that you know he was born to create problems for us. okay how bad is that? Okay, when your own parents are saying that, mm. yeah. So then, when when I saw him, I could see a distressed adolescent. Okay, and when I spoke to him, when we did the assessments, we found that he was like, wow, you know, his reasoning skills are great. One, his IQ is like, wow, going beyond the level. And the only deficit he had was social skills. Because he couldn't, you know, be with other kids. He also had some fine motor difficulties because that was never allowed to develop mm. for him. So he was never allowed to go out and play. He couldn't throw a ball. So when they play cricket, he was always clumsy. So what happened was, you know, the other kids would say, nah, nah, nahi aata hai. You don't play with mm. us. Whereas he wanted to. Okay. And in, you know how in India cricket is celebrated. Yeah. So <laughs> so he could never gel in uh, yeah but he could do art very well and for the parent it was like art is for mm. girls boys can't do art there's this uh, uh, you know uh, she's just getting into her teens a uh, very lovely girl uh, does a lot of baking and you know her cakes cupcakes are absolutely Uh, Super Mm -hmm. delicious. She was again called the introvert. She was not called the ADHD, but she was called the introvert in school because uh, the teachers felt she was not Ah, yeah, ah, proactively uh, involved in, you know, activities and uh, if they have a dance program, she wouldn't uh, get into, involved into the program and she would try and be with her dolls and, you know, with her own imagination. She has a beautiful imagination. So what happened was, again, when parents wanted her to join for a group activity, cultural activity in school, the first thing was uh, that, you know, she never talks. Mm. so she was Mm. never invited for any birthday party she was never invited for anything in school or outside and that was a kind of you know feeling bad factor and you know her parents had to also look at her as a child who is good in baking as a child who is good in imagination making stories she would write lovely poems but for them it was like yeah so what never showcased yes Right. Okay. So you know the child didn't have a tantrum, tantrum as such, but she was introvert and the and one of the teacher in her school actually identified as she could be gifted and that's how she was
1: asked wow. to meet. I'm I'm so alarmed to know that tagging a huh. an individual can have so much long term yes. effects. Yes, I mean, we casually drop a comment. Oh, he's introvert. Yes. But the child yeah. or the
2: person takes it so seriously, personally. Uh-huh. it just harms I them think it's voice. also because of the yes, age old yes. tradition of molding children, you know, uh-huh. in the same mold uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, you know. So Got when it. you, when for you, the identification points are only four and you don't have the will uh-huh. to identify beyond that, <laughs> then uh, whose fault that. is it? I think awareness is the answer to all this.
0: Yes, that's the key yeah. for everything. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Kirti, for Thank you so sharing much. your experiences. My pleasure.
0: Thank you so much.
2: If you enjoyed this conversation, please leave us a 5-star rating on your favorite podcasting app. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kaveri Gifted Education Center. In our upcoming episodes, we will be talking about anxiety in gifted young adults and perfectionism in gifted young adults. So stay tuned. The content of this podcast is a copyright of the makers of this podcast, Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Centre and Partners in Upbringing. The information, opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless stated. Please refer to https: colon forward slash forward slash kaveri.edu.in for further details.